0: Cynics on Disney Podcast contains adult language. Listener discretion is advised. This is the Cynics on Disney Podcast. Presented by Nightclub33.com Welcome into this week's episode of the Cynics on Disney Podcast. I'm your host, Bobby, a.k.a. the Disney Cynic. Awkward. Awkward. Um, Well, usually I'm co-hosted with you know, my lovely wife, Amanda, uh, who is not feeling well today. So fortunately I have to press on and instead I've got a, uh, well, a frequent guest, frequent co-host and collaborator CFO of not club 33.com and financial guru, Patrick Nista Thank you so much again for joining us today, Pat.
1: Yeah. Thanks Bobby for having me on. I'm excited to get going here and I'm, I guess I'm second best. So
0: yeah, absolutely. I'll do the kids love you
1: <laughs> i mean they oh, love yeah. all the guests
0: they, they love <laughs> who, who am i kidding it's the adults yeah. that boo, so you know you don't, you don't have to worry about the kids
2: yeah, um, screw them
0: well because we have you on because we have just like all the financial shit that just came out for the uh, q3 yeah. earnings report with disney we're gonna do a longer form uh kind of episode about sort of the finances uh that are going into q4 for 20 uh excuse me it's q4 for Disney not Q3 uh because they do the fiscal calendar and all that shit I forgot my bad my bad yep um but uh we want to do a little bit longer form discussion about the all the stuff that kind of came out in the earnings report and also we want to talk about the new CFO uh his name I believe is uh Hugh G Rection if I'm not mistaken
1: (laughs) oh boy is that not it (laughs) Not, i mean you're close it, oh okay good huge johnson but oh
0: oh <laughs> you can understand my error uh, you
1: yeah. know it, it's i mean
0: <laughs> rection johnson oh, this guy what a name um
1: yeah
0: it's,
1: <laughs> as i uh, pointed okay, out on
0: I just... as i pointed out on twitter uh he, the second place guy that was mike hunt so um <laughs> anyway before i go dude it's going off the rails quick (laughs) (laughs) ah this is why we need amanda on here so that i don't (laughs) say shit like that anyway um let's go all right let's talk let's talk about uh mr ruction uh or johnson or whatever his last name is new cfo pat where did uh he come from and what do you think he brings to the table for disney
1: so he's been at the pepsi company for a very very long time so i All think right. he's i gotta stop seeing... you there i gotta stop you there pepsi Pepsi. Gross. yeah gross so you like coke over pepsi
0: Fuck yeah every time 100 so do i so um I, yeah. with one exception excuse me two exceptions i'm gonna go with two um gatorade over powerade every time yeah gatorade is absolutely better And Red Bull or over anything that Coke produces for an energy drink. Hmm,
1: Uh, I don't. I don't drink. I don't drink energy drinks, so I, I can't uh, weigh in on that one. But I do agree that uh, Coke is better than Pepsi, and Gatorade's better than Powerade. So yeah, I mean, I Uh, feel
0: like that's no brainer.
1: Yeah, but one of the big things about Pepsi, most people don't realize, is they own Frito Lay. They own all these, pretty much every snack that you when you go to a grocery aisle pepsi pretty much owns all of it
0: they also if i'm not mistaken own um several brands like taco bell and pizza hut and things like that do they know i think
1: they sold i think that's been sold off
0: has it okay yeah is that part of the nelson Peltz uh restructuring
1: of the company so what happened so uh we're jumping so ahead. Yeah, guy, I know. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so he's been he's been the CFO for like 20 years of Pepsi, and in the meantime, Pepsi's uh, st- uh, value, stock value, company value, uh, market cap has grown significantly over those years. And um, years and years ago, Nelson Peltz brought a proxy war against Pepsi, and uh, Johnston fought him off and won. Um, But I think part of that was getting rid of Taco Bell and all that. And I think they sold, I think Yum Brands owns that stuff now. So that's like KFC, Pizza Hut. um, Basically any fast
0: food that offers Pepsi, if I'm not mistaken. Because the only way they could get the contracts, Uh, seriously, (laughs) the only way they could get the contracts with, with stuff like that was to buy out the restaurants. So yeah it's so. sad but that yeah. also you know kind of explains to you just how shitty pepsi is oh. um, <laughs>
1: i don't mind i don't mind pepsi you know what i, I don't do. like is uh they 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 started so they had sierra mist and that you failed know? and then they brought mm-hmm. starry have you heard this it's called I have starry not. it's a it's a lemon lime drink
0: ew yeah yeah, yeah. i mean yeah. like i guess you have to have a competitor to sprite <laughs> uh but Okay. Whatever. That's whatever. Uh, yeah.
1: But, uh, I, back to, back to Johnson, he <laughs> is known for <laughs> back to huge Johnson. Um, he's known for, uh, creating value in all those different brands within Pepsi. Um, you know, Frito Lay, uh, the Cheetos, the, the all those, I can't even think of, I think Tostitos, yeah
0: that's all under that that umbrella if i think even a the, like on the pretzel
1: Sunday, yeah the pretzel right. brand the what is that round something the gold well, it's not round, snyder's
0: or, of hanover which is by far uh, the best pretzel uh, brand but you know it's neither here nor there um god it's delicious anyway
1: god so damn. so he's considered probably the best cfo in all of the united states so to me this is a good hire just a simple fact that he he knows how to um knows how to handle the money and where the and how to get value out of the product. And that doesn't there doesn't doesn't necessarily mean cutting the product to make it worse, but maybe uh, making the product better to get value out of it. So okay. hopefully um hopefully for our sakes as parks fans that we what? get we get money infused into the parks and then you can kind of get into what Iger said about that
0: yeah so let's before we get into to that section here let, let's talk a little bit about well let me just kind of point out a couple of things here based on what you just said and why the, this kind of scares me uh to your sure. point if they if Pepsi and their big sell-off uh, or basic you know basically the same thing that they did to fight off Nelson Peltz the last time uh, over at PepsiCo was to drop the branding or drop the brands of all the different fast food chains and and everything like that. Uh, That scares me because I feel like that's what they're going to do with some of the um, linear TV assets, and in particular, potentially something like ESPN in general. Now, we were talking before the, the, the show here that we both kind of see ESPN being a d- complete direct-to-consumer product here yep. within in the next
1: standalones, years.
0: Yep. yeah, uh, and I 100 percent agree with with that assessment. Um, but in order for that to happen, you still have to have a big-time backer because those those rights to those sports leagues are not cheap, and you have to no. have the cash on hand to be able to buy them, and not we're not talking. About millions of dollars, we're literally talking billions, closer billions. to tens, if not twenty, uh, billion. But know.
2: think about
1: your think about your competitors. It's not just NBC and you know it's Alphabet, one of the biggest market cap, cap companies in the world. Amazon, one of the biggest companies in the world. Apple, the biggest company in the world. Mm-hmm. So you know that they got far more money than Disney has and it's just not even close. So,
0: oh god. <laughs> like we're we're talking 60 billion to 600 billion. Like like it's, it's just... 10 times the company that Disney is. And to me the where the Apple's the interesting one to me because I think that Apple is where ESPN becomes the strategic partner uh, for or they become the strategic partner for Disney for ESPN specifically to launch the the app so so to speak the service uh, of it the infrastructures there they were the first apple was the first one to introduce the streaming device i I guess really um and what i mean by that is like netflix had its own app that that was available in things like a playstation but yeah that was a huge expense at the time like four or five hundred dollars for just the playstation if you were going to use that to stream right the the app uh where now that you know apple tv comes in and made it affordable at like 150 bucks a pop for for a streaming device which mm-hmm. you know most smart tvs now they they don't have the need for such a device but the interface is so nice and easy for me that i still use my apple tv uh, i always for, use my apple tv it, you know, it's just so much nicer and it has access to all of the, the the services that I want and none of the ones that are going to kind of rip me off from a like oh, rip off my credit card. The, the, the sketchy ones are kind of weeded out by the app store, sure. you know, so with Apple being the financially stable company that it is and having the cash on hand to just do whatever the hell it wants to really, uh, I feel like that's if they want to diversify a little bit more I think that's the avenue that uh, they take to potentially get into the the sports game.
1: sure if you want to they want to drive Apple Plus you know that's their TV platform or their streaming platform have an ESPN that that's where you go to get ESPN you got to have the Apple Plus I mean that would really drive it
0: Yeah, it, and they they actually have a, some pretty decent stuff on Apple TV Plus by the way, the for all mankind, Indeed. it's a good TV show. I enjoy it. It's coming back uh, today, as a matter of fact, the, the 10th of November, as we're recording. Okay. This. Um, but also they do MLB on Friday nights. Uh, I've watched a couple of Braves games uh, on the rights
1: they have the rights to MLS, the Major League Soccer.
0: Right. So um, they're already kind of dipping their toe in the water with, with some of the sports stuff. But the, it's not the NFL and ESPN has the NFL.
1: And that's
0: where the money is really going to get made.
1: For sure. But the, the weird thing is if they say Disney sells off ABC and all those, I mean, because they put a lot of programming, sports programming on ABC. Uh, so I wonder how that would affect it.
0: So they I do, guess it, but you can still sell it to to ABC at, at that point. I mean, you know, there's true. Peacock uh, Peacock streams Notre Dame football, but they put it still put it on NBC. Um, you know, there there's a way to incorporate all that. I mean, even ESPN still uh, dual broadcasts basically um, mm-hmm. between the app and. Uh, The linear TV stuff. So that's not unheard of, in my opinion. And I'm certain that ESPN would still want uh, ABC to participate in that, that kind of sports contract, because the more programming, the better. Um, and you can showcase games a little bit more. And with the SEC, for instance, going over to to ESPN now exclusively, as opposed to being having their main highlight game at three thirty on CBS. Which, God, yes, yeah. man, I'm gonna miss that so much. I really am. I I hate Gary Danielson like every other <laughs> SEC fan, but I'm I'm gonna miss this Saturday three thirty game. That, that that's always the best. The music, always oh, sure. gets me anyway. <laughs> Right. Before I turn this into a football podcast, uh, you know, <laughs> I'm I'm just saying that there's definitely avenues that they could still incorporate in ABC. In, in, in I'm sure they would cut it, ABC a discount, quote unquote, at that point. Uh, to, to comparatively, you know, it's not like they're going to sell it to Fox or something like that for uh, you know the same price. That's for sure. I, I would think. Anyway, but, <laughs> Um, yeah. so I, I, feel like that's an, that seems like the move here though. Do we know if this was a, a hire at the behest of Nelson Peltz or was this a hire? Oh no,
1: this it's, this is and the board for sure. 100%. Uh, they asked him in the inter, in an interview on CNBC, Iger that is, they asked him about Nelson Peltz and if he's heard from he his comment, like I'm, I'm paraphrasing, but he said, I'm yeah i talked to him but i'm not really i'm not even sure really what he wants
0: i think he's made it pretty clear what he wants (laughs) he laid out a whole fucking manifesto on on his website didn't he
1: yeah but i you know as as somebody as an outsider looking in like nelson peltz i don't know if you want him getting in getting his hands dirty inside the, the company that we love you know um So
0: well, here's the question: He did this with Pepsi, and, and now yeah, but he lost. He
1: lost the 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 proxy This battle. is
0: this is why I'm bringing it up. Yeah, yeah, no. If okay. if Bob brought in this guy to help fight off Nelson Peltz, that makes it interesting because he knows how to to fight that fighter so to speak it's like it's like um hiring a the former coach of a, a of a championship boxer to to learn his sure. ins and outs and strategy and know how to
1: beat him you're it. bringing the you're bringing the best that's essentially yeah. essentially what they did they brought in the best person they could bring in as far as a chief financial officer
0: so there there's that side of it to me but th- this also makes me Kind of intrigued in the sense of if Pelts is going to to really push this this proxy war, I kind of feel like this might be the the collapse of Bob at, at that point and everything that he has
1: done. If he loses, if he loses, it, it could be because he doesn't well, like Iger.
0: Well, it's not uh, dis- here's another
1: interesting thing is um, the guy from Mar- Marvel P- P- Pewter, or the guy that got fired Petimer or uh, something like yeah, that. Yeah. 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 So he, he came from Marvel. He was a, a shit ton of Disney stock. He is essentially giving his votes and his shares to Pelts, which gives Pelts more power on, on top of what his uh, his equity firm owns. So that's kind of yeah. interesting dynamic too because he doesn't like Iger as well because i think Iger let him go or one of them let him, one of the bobs let him go
0: yeah and it was because they really wanted to put kevin feige in in charge of, of all of that um this that's guy's name sense. by the way was uh isaac uh perlmutter the, that's his perlmutter. name um he was also like co-owner of, of the company uh yeah when they sold it to disney so it's not like yeah. You know, he didn't make out okay when it comes to to the finances of of everything because he he got got paid in Disney stock.
2: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. Well, that but that's also the reason why he's pissed because Disney stock has gone from one hundred and eighty dollars a share to ninety dollars a share in two years. Literally lost fifty percent of its value. And this is how do I put this uh, on a uh, in a politically correct manner? The direction of the company has been one of wanting to to be more concerned about the messenger than the message if that makes sense sure they're they're not as concerned with what somebody is putting out there in terms of a story so much as they have certain parameters for characters and that's but here's
1: the here's the fine. weird thing is that the, the weird thing is that you can make a great story and find a good story um about all different places around the world and that would if it's a great story um and it's good writing it's just you're gonna have all that brought into into those uh movies you know? agreed
0: and i actually think that it's not a bad thing that that they're no. wanting to focus th- on stuff like coco um i finally yeah, it's great. saw it's a
1: great movie
0: i finally saw a clip of it i guess uh Amanda and, I oh, to, um, Amanda and i went over to uh
1: watch
0: it and i went over to magic kingdom the other day and we went to to go see mickey's philhar magic uh and they've okay. inserted a uh, musical scene from from coco into to that um it was all right i mean it was kind of weird animation for me but you know it seemed to seem for me
1: that movie is uh i think it's really good the music is really good well written the story is well written and that's the kind of things that you want that's what you expect from disney is something like coco right it's not anything forced it's just it's a story about this guy that lives here you know
0: the live action stuff without getting specific that has been forced (laughs) <laughs> uh, uh they, they've done some forcing uh on yeah, certain things uh sure. and that has not really worked and i get out it to i get it
1: but it just hasn't it. worked out right
0: so this whole thing that we just talked about though is mm. uh, is kind of the perfect example of, as to why disney is to me failing as a company um they're they're more focused on stuff so like that strug- i would than, say
1: they're struggling not failing struggling
0: how else can you? Uh, this, what else can you call it when you've lost because how, I mean, look value? at you. Yeah.
1: I, okay. Yeah. Okay. I mean
0: that—that's where I'm, I'm coming from. It's not—it's not that I want Disney to fail. I don't want mm. Disney to fail. I want Disney no. to be successful. Like yeah. I realize that with a moniker like the Disney cynic, kind <laughs> of get the impression that I fucking hate Disney, and I don't. I don't hate Disney. What I hate is the stupid shit that Disney. Sometimes does, mm-hmm. and this yeah. is uh, one of those yeah. times that they're doing stupid. Shit. Another thing that they're doing, stupid shit wise, is and this is going to get into a little bit of politics to a degree, but <laughs> we're, we're going to like try to be as general and neutral with it. We we taught we brought it up earlier that they want to quote on, on the not cast specifically, they that they want to quote unquote turbocharge the experiences division of. Of the Walt Disney Company, right? Yeah, charging, and
1: charging growth.
0: Yeah, whatever <laughs> the fuck that means. Um, but what I guess what it means is that they want to invest in parks. Cool. They also want to yeah. invest in cruise line. They also want to invest in Adventures by Disney and merchandise. But the everything are- and everything that that you experience uh,
1: outside of a movie theater. That's what we're talking. About sure so the parks are 66 66 of that division so you would think if they're going to put a shit ton of money into that division then the parks are going to see some of it absolutely and, and walt disney world is their golden goose that's where that's the park that makes the most money so you would think logically that would get some money well
0: you say that yeah. and that but they're continuing to fight with the governor in the state of Florida now I'm not going I made a pledge to not like get into the opinions on on this thing until Mm -hmm. the fight was fought right like until everybody's had their day in court
1: when when is uh DeSantis is the governor right Ron DeSantis and he when is his term over 24 Uh, 26. oh 26 so he's elected in 22. Yes, he was in
0: 2018 and in 2022.
1: Okay, so I don't know. I, I just see him... Their plans are long-term. I don't I don't see him being... I think they are probably end up winning whatever the battle is over the... the so I
0: don't know. And the reason why I say that, I, and this is the, the exact reason why... Mm-hmm. What you just said is the exact reason why I brought up the question mark when it came to investing in Disney World. Mm-hmm. Uh, the fact that they are no longer under the... the the special uh taxing district of the reedy creek improvement district is making Mm. it all that much more difficult to get things like inspections and permits and uh you know basic governmental uh, functions that disney needs to have done fast in order for them to really produce it doesn't universal.
1: they don't have their own special
0: they most certainly do now they have they a do. special tax tax district uh for epic universe specifically and the reason why that's important is because oh. they're still building it and it's I not so that. much that it's not so much that they're looking to tax uh people inside the park they're looking to clear the hurdles like inspections the red tape. And permits yeah red all, tape. all the stuff that can speed up Government. inspection, right yeah uh And you know not for nothing the now that the government is involved when it comes to to Disney, well that's just gonna slow everything down. There has been a a fucking landfill in the middle of the magic Kingdom parking lot for what feels like a decade now. I have no idea what they're going to do with all that dirt and we say that here here we go um. <laughs> But when you're fighting that this kind of fight, and you don't know if you're going to be able to to get back the same sorts of special privileges that and they were special privileges i'm I'm not disputing that um but when sure. you, when you don't have those uh, that ability to kind of expedite things like permits and inspections and all that kind of stuff, you can't stick to a proper construction timeline you can't really get through uh the whole building process. Uh, really you can't make changes to anything with ease and that's something that disney is very much known for doing is making a a last minute adjustment to something uh and shit the way i know how it works with me and my uh, side of the construction business down here like if there are times that if i don't have a duct in the right place on the drawing then i have to like actually get an installer out there and move the duct to the place on the drawing or have the drawing redone you know if those are the kinds of hurdles that i'm having to encounter for just houses what kind of major ass hurdles is the disney company going to have to face when they're they're in an antagonistic relationship with their taxation overseers at this point
1: yeah yeah i mean i i I see your point but i think that the business is too long-term desantis is a short-term problem in my opinion
0: I'm not um, suggesting that he's a long-term problem. What I am suggesting is that the the mood I, has shifted away from favoring Disney in the state so wildly to the I, opposite side. I'm that not a
1: lawyer. I'm not a lawyer and not a judge, but um, <laughs> I don't know.
0: Full I, disclosure: neither of us are. So don't take legal advice. I, if I
1: if I had to guess, I think Disney's going to uh, end up coming up uh, out on top on this thing because. I, I don't know the whole story about DeSantis, but just because I know he's he's running for president, right? Yeah. Or, that's
0: yeah not he's the,
1: he's trying to he's in the primary or in their the primary going on. He is. He is. Uh, um, so so that and going out against uh you know the woke Disney, uh, you know, that's kinda of what then that what he was like pressing.
0: Yes. There yeah. that's part of it, but also so it's when not he loses, a fight that he's
1: when it's, he it's loses uh, one, the primary, which inevitable, I mean, obviously inevitable, uh, maybe he, you know, isn't as gung ho.
0: I don't know because it got him on the map
1: because the they've already missed. Uh, I think Becky sent us that article where they uh, they didn't uh, they didn't uh, go through like the discovery period. And they didn't get the paperwork filed in time. So the trial or whatever got pushed back to 24, like later yeah, in 24. Uh, the, so my guess new... is like it's not their top, it's not his top priority right now.
0: Well, okay. So this is the story of the, the current status of, of everything. Mm-hmm. Right now, it's the Central Florida uh, Tourism District, is what it's being called. Okay. So mm-hmm. all the people that were working for Reedy Creek now work for this this new entity. People are quitting left and right.
1: Oh, okay. Um,
0: so, so it's that's slowing. What you get for
1: being a, you're a local. You get you know. I, I, obviously, I'm not too in tune to what's going on. So unfortunately, that's I'm inundated to know. with it. Okay. <laughs> so I, I'm. But that's an interesting. Aware. That's an interesting like tidbit that I had no clue about.
0: So with people quitting left and right, the people that Disney were were able to go to uh, in order to help get things through. And again, we're we're talking about things like permitting and stuff like that, right? Sure. Um, or or updating, you know, drawings and things things like that for construction purposes. Okay. So, uh, and you know, think of it this way: we're talking about like the Poly Tower that, that's coming out. Uh, if they ever wanted to make any sort of changes to anything with those rooms, uh, then you have to do it 150 times or however many rooms are in that tower. Um, you can't just do it on one thing. You have to do it 150 times. That's the complication and the process that you have to go through whenever you're doing any sort of permitting uh, down here. Doesn't it's similar to Disney everywhere more else. Money. Right, and, but it also costs them more time. It can really stall a project out. Hmm. And so now you're facing a situation where not only are you having to be kind of antagonistic towards this this new district, that is your overseer but also the people anybody who could theoretically help you know process things uh, and that includes by the way the discovery stuff that that uh, they were talking about they don't have like secretaries to to make copies of all the files
1: that they're looking for. yeah it's a lot of shit
0: <laughs> yeah i mean this yeah. that's the the extent that we're talking about here they just don't have the actual administrative staff to to help mm. them so, mm-hmm. like, that's that's what I'm. I've been like banging the drum. For that that Pali Tower
1: looks like it's going along pretty fast. So, it, it's going along faster than I It's expected, a, One of the but, fastest things I've ever seen put together by Disney. I well, want to get those DVC rooms out. Well, oh God, here we go.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you need those fucking DVC rooms. I swear. Um, you know, <laughs> you're not wrong that it's gone. That the structure has gone up very quickly but like that's just the frame i mean anybody who's ever dealt with construction knows framing is probably the fastest part once you get uh, get the frame yeah. done oh then it's everything else that that has sure. to come come into place uh oh, mechanical yeah. electrical plumbing interior get design those unions in there <laughs> <laughs> not in florida you don't know? um but you do have to you do have yeah. to deal with it with disney i suppose but um sure. You know, it's just, it's a lot. It's the the framing is done basically over at Pop. So
1: I guess my, my I got a question for you. Where does, um, so we have to assume D- Disney's going to invest in parks, whether it's here, whether it's overseas, or whether it's somewhere new overseas, or maybe something new here in the United States. Where do you think that money's going if it doesn't go to Walt Disney World?
0: two things come to mind in for me anyway one is Australia uh, I said it on the notcast
1: uh yeah. I was
0: going to give an uh, expanded upon answer before Becky you know interrupted me <laughs> and decided to go down the cruise ship route which is fine the cruise ship <laughs> needed to be brought up the, this gigantic ass
1: the moved on yeah she, yeah she
0: really did shut me down there I was a little bit it's kind of funny that. um but anyway I, I think that there is a huge Australian market nobody taps into sure it. and there's yeah. there's well, how a, big is a australia it's like about half it's the size ca- the population size okay ah uh, it, it's probably you know we should be accurate yeah here. google's let, let, Google. let's, let's do our favorite segment uh because in uh
1: in shanghai there was like they said there was like 400 uh 400 million 400 million people within uh driving or uh, a short period of time to shanghai which to me that's just like whoa there's only 350 million people all in the united states you know
0: all right according to google uh in 2021 the the total population of australia was 25.69 million nice
1: that's not too many people
0: no but i suppose
1: they could put a park there
0: one park means that it's a lot easier for places like new zealand all the various pacific islands uh and even places like india um you know makes it a little bit easier for the the asian subcontinent to also you don't think another park in china I said it on the podcast that the reason why i don't think that another park in china is viable it's not that it's not that the chinese owning 51 percent of the company mm-hmm. is the problem it's that they're well, not getting the problem but... well yeah but yeah. It, so they don't have the same cost but they don't get the same profit margins right and they don't get the same total profits as they would out of something that w- was not anaheim or was in orlando uh mm-hmm. and to me that's what ruins china as a market
1: like they've done it twice or what about the expansion of shanghai
0: if you're gonna do it a third shanghai would seem to be the place to do it there's just a lot of strife going on in hong kong Mm -hmm. right now i would rather disney look to to see um you know more if they're going to go back into asia i would rather them go over to japan or somewhere on the the, the asian subcontinent like in india or or someplace that's a little bit more geographically diverse mm-hmm. if only because then you can tap into a brand new market uh mm-hmm. you can potentially get some uh some wealthy um uh, you know middle eastern uh you know visitors that that kind of thing
2: mm-hmm. really
0: tap into the aladdin stuff i guess i don't i don't know uh, you know point, point. <laughs> I mean, the, the, what, the, am I the bad well, guy lot for of, lot that one?
1: No. no, a lot of guys, uh, a lot of these uh, companies are going into India. I think Apple's starting to produce a lot of phones in India, but like, because of their middle class is starting to be raised up, so. And they're um, gonna have to spend you that money see, you might, You might see a park down the road. I mean, I'm talking maybe like 15, 20 years from now, but the you other, might see a park in India.
0: There's two other locations that, that do kind of intrigue me as an idea austin texas intrigues me as an idea then you would have an east coast the west coast then the middle of the country
1: that's kind of an interesting thought because um, there was originally supposed to be a park here in st louis missouri um on the riverfront and it was supposed to be indoor pretty much um it'd take the whole riverfront i read an article uh, it was in a book i read about walt disney but um he couldn't get the tax incentives uh to build Interesting. And, yeah, and they were going to have you know Pirates of the Caribbean. They were going to have all these attractions and everything was going to be indoors. And I, I, one of the one of the holdups holdups was Anheuser Busch wanted to sell alcohol, and Disney's like, "No, we're not doing it." Eventually, they came to agreement. There was going to be a room somewhere upstairs where adults could go to get alcohol.
0: <laughs> That's no longer a problem, apparently. So no. you know, I'm, I'm and I'm certain that Missouri would love it was, the, the it was interesting
1: it was going to be all indoor I, it was going to be I right down idea. by where the arch was honestly
0: i love this idea and i would yeah. be willing to, to fly to st louis for it i would
1: <laughs> well you should come to st louis anyway steve and i are here. Eh, yeah maybe go for a watch the game braves game. Yeah. watch the braves play or something
0: I, there's a chance that i go up there to to go see a florida game up there against uh and mizzou, mizzou. Mm-hmm. Uh, That will work out my travel plans later. But um, I I think that somewhere in the middle of the country to kind of shorten flights, to make it a little bit more accessible uh, to to others, I think that might be an option. And then finally, the the only other place that I could see them ever throwing any money at a park is somewhere in South America, probably somewhere in the vicinity of Rio.
1: Rio? Yeah. (sighs) I don't know. That place.
0: <laughs> I said vicinity of, not not in the middle of
1: it. I said a, a buddy of mine that I play soccer with, he's Argentina. And he went down to, he, he just went down to Rio.
0: <laughs> and he made it back? He,
1: he, said, he made it back. He said it's a real shithole. So That's
0: why I asked if he made it I just back. I don't see,
1: yeah. <laughs> I don't see Disney building down there. I don't know. But maybe how it, many Brazilians? Maybe. There's a lot of people there. Though. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I
0: mean they come here all the time for vacation it's not like I'm trying to get rid of them either it's just that mm-hmm. I, I you know I, because you notice it so much when you're inside the park it would seem to yeah. me that they have a very passionate fan base that, that's coming here and it wouldn't surprise me if Disney wanted to tap into something like that and give fair them enough. their own experience that's that's how I'm, I'm looking at
1: it fair enough. Um, fair
2: enough you
0: know so I I that's where I see the investment is if they're going to do it they're going to do it either more internationally okay. or they're going to be right in the middle of the country i don't see the money going to disney world though
1: so I, if it yes, does all... go to disney world if it does go to disney world what are we going to see are we gonna see beyond big thunder mountain we're going to see tropical americas we're going to see a fifth gate we're going to see pandora expansion we can see a star wars expansion what are we going to see
0: i i think that we see a um a fifth gate
2: hmm
0: the only park that I can attribute uh, something close to is something like Disney Sea over in
1: Tokyo. Oh, that'd be fucking
0: awesome. I, I mean, I have my own theories as to what you could do with a, a fifth gate. I've said it before. I love my idea of an America theme park where there's, you know, barbecue places all over the place. And you know, <laughs> there's a grand Canyon river ride <laughs> and you know, there there's, there's plenty of shit that you can do, you know, under the guise of America. You know, um, I also like the idea that you have to like come in through Ellis Island, or you have to cross into the Hmm. southern border over uh, from Mexico, and you know, shit like that, making an immigration experience that that kind of thing. So no IP. Well, that's the problem is that I I don't think in those terms, (laughs) man. I just I don't. Um, You know, when you go back and you look at the '90s when Disney expanded, just a gigantic. Amount. I mean like literally they they opened up uh two theme parks in a 10 year time span with uh MGM at the time uh and Animal Kingdom um and how many I think it was like 10 resorts that they built in the, that same time span as well yeah so I'm looking back at that
1: like there's a huge expansion if you think about it
0: yeah and when you have two Iceland. different theme parks and that many resorts you run out of intellectual property to fucking fill it with so you have to come up with a uh,
1: with an original thought here and there,
0: and God yeah. forbid that Disney. Man, comes Animal
1: Kingdom there. had some original thoughts in it, right? Wait,
0: uh, yeah, that's what I'm getting at. Is that they didn't yeah. have anything besides the Lion King when it came to animals? Yeah, to but I, Iger's to.
1: in control, so it's IP,
0: and that's the problem. Is that we have somebody who is obsessed with intellectual property, who doesn't see the value of thinking outside the the box and maybe creating your own theme park ride that you can maybe later take into an intellectual property, like a Pirates of the Caribbean, like a yeah. Haunted Mansion that they failed at seven times because they don't like- know how to fucking tell that story. Um, you know, like all of those other... Uh, how many times have I said that Sea Base Alpha over at The Living Seas is like the perfect type of, of thing to launch a science fiction mm-hmm. miniseries, if not uh, on Disney+, Plus, if not a movie. Mm -hmm. by itself but instead they scrapped that and said here's the fucking fish from finding nemo (laughs) it's annoying
1: but you know the other problem is you got Iger, and then you bring in huge johnson um he he probably is going to take the ip and you know push ip as well because he probably thinks he sees value in that that'd be my guess
0: I see diminishing value in it because they keep repeating the same, whether or not you agree with the direction of the casting and the overall messaging of the uh, remakes uh, for live action, they're dipping their toe back into the well and being, they're not creating anything new. So
1: it's kind of boring.
0: It's right. It just doesn't make sense to me to not try to, to expand to do something else
1: yeah i mean they have this new movie wish so we'll see how that does but
0: <sighs> i'm not
1: it's an animated movie so you're probably not going to be yeah there. i'm not going to see it, it. Uh, and,
0: yeah. and the marvels is coming out the the. that came out I today
1: probably. i think yeah yeah i think that's and gonna probably flop
0: that that's what i keep hearing yeah. and understanding but then again it's YouTube i'll watch and it stuff. yeah so will i uh, i i don't know whether or not i'll go see it in theaters or i'm gonna go to you know yeah to the disney plus route right. probably the disney Pro plus route who am i kidding but, might be able
1: to, yeah have you, you seen miss marvel
0: i have um, okay and, and yeah. i i thought it was well done for what it was trying to accomplish which is tell a very unique story for sure. for pakistanis um and Talked about things that I knew about from history, but had never been visualized or personalized like like mm. it was uh, in the the series, and yeah. I found that to be kind of eye opening um, to a degree because the we we as Americans just don't understand the the conflict that's you know oh, that goes yeah. on yeah. over there, yeah. sure. uh, and the divergence of cultures that that occurred really in. I mean we're not even talking a 100 years ago that that all no, this yeah. happened. Um yet they've made movies about it and one of them won the fucking Oscar for best picture? and Nobody fucking talks we wow isn't that weird? We talked about Gandhi off-screen uh, or uh, off-mic too. Uh and here and here we bring it up on mic. You know, it wasn't intentional. Yeah. I swear, but um you know, there so for what Miss Marvel was it, it I think it was well done. You know, and okay. I also think that it had a very passionate well depends on what your sensibilities are. I kind of dug the whole she hole twerking thing personally, but um you know, that that's just me. You know mm-hmm. I, I liked Megan the Stallion and um, what's her name? Madison with a Y but not where you think. Yeah. Love love that shit. Uh, oh my God. She, she was fantastic. <laughs> are you kidding me? Her and Wong. Oh, that's power couple that I've been dreaming of in, in the Marvel cinematic universe. Oh, uh, I, there are some people who are just like, what the fuck are you guys talking
2: about?
1: <laughs> Cause yeah. they don't
0: watch any of these Marvel movies. No. But, mm-hmm.
1: but it's a, it's a greater, it's a, it's a, it ties into what we're talking about with the, you know, the financials and where the company is going as far as, um, because one of the four pillars was, uh, was improving the output of economics on our film studios.
0: Well, they got to stop spending money <laughs> on. Uh, Stupid on, shit. Yeah. And <laughs> like. Come up with some it, original just, ideas. Well, okay. So that's part of it. I've said it before. I think that you could have taken something like Lightyear, which you could have just taken Buzz Lightyear out of it entirely and made it oh, its yeah. own movie. And you know what? not need to about Buzz. No one would have uh, batted an eye at the, yep. the at the the one character that they, they bitch about and stuff. Nobody would have cared about the cat that, that was in it. Nobody would have cared about anything with that movie. They just would have said, oh, this is not a bad science fiction movie. And they would have moved on.
1: Well, and then they, they use Chris Evans. And when I think of Buzz Lightyear, I get what the story is, not the real Buzz or whatever yeah. that we know. But, I mean, come on. Come on. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, it's got to be Tim Allen. Come
1: on. I mean, the movie, and the, it wasn't very well written either. I don't know. Did you watch it? No, I watched yeah. it. Yeah, it's uh, just not uh, very, uh, It's just not that good of a movie. There's,
0: there's just, there's ways to go about doing things that the way Disney does it is an original script will come across their desk, and then they go find a find a character that we already have established and put them in it. You know, as opposed to taking a character out and making its own standalone thing oh, yeah, this actually crazy. happened back in the 90s uh, the last time that there was a writer strike is there was a huge resurgence of individual standalone films and not franchise movies uh, and that's because of the writer strike, and they weren't using union writers at that point, or they were accepting spec scripts from non-union union writers there for a little while. And as a result of that, <laughs> we got things like half the movies that Arnold Schwarzenegger and um, uh, Sylvester Stallone made in the 90s. <laughs> Running Man was one of these. Running Man's uh, great. Yeah, no, it's great. Uh, <laughs> what's the one with the shell? Uh, the, the seashell? uh that's oh, Stallone's that in uh with Wesley Snipes as the mm-hmm. bad guy oh god mm-hmm. this is gonna drive me crazy I'm gonna have to look this one up too <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah but improving their uh, that's just a funny phrase improving output of economics so does he is he admitting that the films just have been bad I think he's actually said that in an interview that the yeah, films let's... have just been not very good
0: it's not just that they've been bad, it's that they cost like a billion dollars to make and market. And then they lose I money. feel like
1: that's just a lot of this, like if these tentpole movies, they just cost a lot of money to make.
0: Ant-Man made half a billion dollars, but it cost half a billion dollars right. to make. So it at best broke even if not lost money, you know? And that that's what he's talking about when it, it's not that Ant-Man the third yeah. one was even that terrible. It's that there's no reason for it to cost half a billion dollars, right? And at, look, five years ago, half a billion dollar movie was nothing uh, to be ashamed of, but no. it is right now for a, particularly a Marvel.
1: Movie. Yeah, because it's it's been they've been doing so well.
0: Well, the standard uh, being you know Avengers End Game, and you can't. There's a reason why that kind of stuff happens it's because they culminated 17 movies to, to to enter the climax and the crescendo of the final one uh, mm-hmm. at that point in that whole series like eh, that that all the movies that led up to that led to the to the two billion dollars that it brought in and then you have something like avatar which stood by itself and then made two billion dollars by itself
1: yeah shit ton. and the second one made a lot of money too right
2: yeah. right
0: so it's clearly very possible for you to have a a well avatar is not exactly original but you can have you know a standalone film without yeah. the whole franchise thing and still make a ton of money it's certainly
1: possible sure um, um and i think something that that we could talk about is uh the cost cutting just because kind of goes into what you talked about is these things costing too much so they originally were gonna go f- uh cut 5.5 5 billion dollars um Uh, And cuts, and then uh, they announced they're going to do an extra two billion dollars to seven point five billion.
0: Well, that was at the behest of Pelts, if I'm not if I'm not mistaken.
1: I mean, that's one of the things he he, one of his arguments. I I remember we talked about it on a podcast that he had a website or something that they needed to cut costs, and I think everybody kind of everybody in like the financial world kind of agrees agreed with that that they needed to cut costs
0: they absolutely did and by the way so did every man on the street
2: <laughs>
0: you know it's not this wasn't rocket science and the fact that yeah. that eiger and christina mccarthy and everybody else that was at that company didn't realize all that it makes you just it, it makes you bang your head against the wall because they keep jacking up the price on every fucking thing from from just bottles of water all the way up to, uh, you know, tickets and hotels and movie tickets. And, you know, the Disney Plus double, has doubled in cost. Um, you know, yep. now the, the other thing that we should note with the streaming service stuff anyway is that they are going to com- now going to officially combine Hulu and Disney Plus into one uh, app. Basically, Hulu's for adults, Disney's for kids. That's what I understand it they're going to have like a parental uh, option on there. And, you know, if you're, mm-hmm. if you got kids, yeah, they can watch whatever the hell they want to on Disney uh, plus. And then you, you click over to Hulu. If I you're think it makes model, sense
1: because um, Hulu, ESPN plus is already integrated into my Hulu.
0: Yeah, so. absolutely. Uh, and on top of that, from a branding perspective, it is time for them to get back to the the brand of family stuff. And I, I look, I love Deadpool. I love Deadpool. Um not exactly Disney Plus material.
1: <laughs> yeah, they're right? ad- Yeah.
0: I mean, like, even I'm like, I I, I I like throwing a bull in a China shop. This is much more than that <laughs> to to me. Um, so you know, that's just that's just me. Um, but yeah. I, I kind of feel like that's the way to go. Is is have that separation because there was a separation there with Touchstone Pictures back in the '90s where they had their own different outlet where they could go do stuff like like this and not have to worry about it tarnishing the Disney name, the
1: Disney brand, yeah, right.
0: Uh, And I think it's time that they bring back uh, you know and make Touchstone Pictures like a bigger deal and make uh, Marvel its own deal at, at this point and not associate it with Disney. Even just have it be known that we own Marvel. I think that's the the route to go uh, with it, and have them be standalone brands and see which ones uh, work out. Same thing with Star Wars. By the way, uh, that Ahsoka series, the, we, you and I needed to, to have a chat about that.
1: <laughs> I loved it. I mean, I will you. say i I loved I loved. Uh, I I was unhappy. I was unhappy with the last two episodes. I thought they had this great build and then kind of it, it they're so good but nothing
0: just, happened oh sure it did i fell asleep
1: five times <laughs> in the last you book. can't tell me that the 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 clone wars uh anakin skywalker walking with the young ahsoka like all that stuff to me was like that's the kind of stuff i've been waiting for
0: okay that's, that's I, I thought that was fine. just incredible right and if they make a a Perfect example of this, okay. I'm a huge Star Trek fan. Everybody knows that about mm-hmm. me. I love the show Lower Decks, okay. Lower Decks is a cartoon, for those of you who aren't aware, that is the funniest fucking cartoon I've ever seen in my life. If you're a mm-hmm. Star Trek fan, it's still funny if you don't love Star Trek or if you're just getting mm-hmm. into it. You don't, but there's so many layered Easter eggs that the more you know about the franchise, the better the show gets. But it doesn't exclude people and this is what ahsoka did is that i didn't watch 17 years of cartoons to yeah. to build up to this quote-unquote big nerdgasm <laughs> moment that pat's talking about and you know nothing happened as far as i'm concerned the no. blue guy got uh, the blue guy and the other guy went back to they swapped places that's all they did yeah. so it goes back and, to the
1: galaxy and if anybody is familiar with uh, uh heir to the empire that's essentially the start of that that storyline.
0: Is I, no one knows what you're talking? <laughs> about. Not one, yeah, they like, do. Anybody? Not one single a, like, listeners. If I, okay, you yeah, know, common
1: people don't know. Common people don't know. I agree. There, there, you go. I was but to say, I think listeners, I think what I think what if, Star Wars should be doing is they should be making a live action Clone Wars because I think people would really fucking love it.
0: I think that they should be
1: making you know that they just should new just stories. Going-
0: yes within that
1: within that time frame and I
0: also I also happen to think at this point that they just need to go back to the George Lucas well man
1: well that's what *Heir to the Empire is going to do it's going to give you Luke Skywalker it's going to give you Leia it's going to give you Han it's going to give you the people that you love it's essentially retconning the 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 sequels this should have been this this should have been the 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 sequel to uh the and original those sequels were was so bad man
2: those
0: sequels were so <laughs> fucking terrible to they me, make the, they make the prequels look like a cinematic masterpiece as far as I'm concerned
1: to me I thought uh The Last Jedi was by itself a movie really good but as a Star Wars movie I think it failed you know
0: that was the only one that I could tolerate and it was because they were like you know what. I'm just going to They killed Luke
1: like this killed off Luke Skywalker. Like the way he died was awesome. Right. But they should have gave us more Luke Skywalker and Han and Leia than what we wanted to see. And then maybe have that, that happen to him at the end of the third one, you know, where he,
0: I do Maybe, know. May, you know what? Maybe. <laughs> this, what is they
1: this is for a different show.
0: <laughs> maybe. But, um, anyway, so Pat,
2: mm-hmm.
0: You're a CFO of the company that you and I both sort of work for, I guess. I don't know. I I don't get, I don't get really paid all that much. And, you know.
1: No, you don't get paid at all. Yeah, I don't. In fact, (laughs) you (laughs) guys owe me money at this point. Anyway, promote Uh, that so maybe maybe we
0: can get paid or something like that.
1: So we got a website, right? Sure. Notclub33.com. Go check it out. Uh, The big thing that we like to do is the NotCast. That happens every Friday. Magic Kingdom time, 4 o'clock. Yep that is correct four o'clock so um at, the great thing about the not cast is we we all we don't have we don't really sugarcoat anything right no. i mean we just get out there and talk and um it's fun it's a fun listen and we all got our own opinions which makes it great um and also we got the cynics on disney of course right that it's always a great show and uh we got to check that out too, right? What do you say? Yeah, of what, what's the three things that you say?
0: Subscribe, rate, and review. Okay subscribe rate review uh which by the way folks if you haven't done so already please subscribe rate and review on whatever podcast platform that you are listening to us on it's very much appreciated and the reason why we are asking you to do that is so that we can get this podcast out to vastly more listeners the only way for us to do that is to gain subscribers and have more reviews and then it gets put out and into the ether a little bit more suggested Mm -hmm. uh for any more of these disney fans now Obviously, we're not exactly – we're a niche podcast. I understand that. We're never going to have the reach.
1: Yeah, but I was just say – I just want to say add something here. It's like you listen to some of these other Disney podcasts, and it's just uh, everything's like uh, sunshine and roses, and it's kind of bullshit, right? That, yeah. That's what's great about your show is that yeah, you guys are giving real opinions, right? Yeah.
0: We are yeah, lifting I, the I the rocks old. up to, to see what's <laughs> underneath them and exposing them to the sunshine a little bit uh we you know and also let's be we just talk about shit that we really like and make fun of yeah. it and that that to me is the, the the ultimate form of flattery is to make fun of something so sure. um any anyway thank you very much for joining us to, uh, yeah. today pat we genuinely appreciate it and all of your financial knowledge uh and bringing that on the show with us next week i can assure you that we will be back to the whole reviewing of stuff at disney world uh portion of the, the of the show uh, i think that we're gonna have to talk about uh a, well an attraction that i helped build that's Uh-oh. right oh that's right
2: <laughs> i can't wait
1: right. to listen to this
0: oh yeah i've got stories i still wrote. standing
1: still it is still there
0: it is i think more, well, I'm sure they've replaced. The, I'm sure they've replaced the shit that I. have updated anyway, a little bit. It's been yeah, updated. It's 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 only been 20 years. Recently ago. updated. Yeah, <laughs> I, I would hope that some of the shit's not there still 20 years ago. But I digest anyway. Thank you so much for listening, guys. I appreciate it. And until next time, have yourselves a magical, magical fucking day.